Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Aussies stand together, hit twice but still strong. The north coast of Australia was smashed twice by Mother Nature. In conjunction with Hunter Valley Promos and Rotary Club Curry Curry, we're raising funds for the people of Lismore to make a difference. Huge thanks to our awesome sponsors, Hunter Valley Promotions, Creative Property, Lake Mac Loans, 3D Demolition, Aussie Meats, The Horse and Jockey Hotel, Tiger Industries, Damien's Party, Griffin Air Conditioning, THN Construction, Game Farm, Tegan's Hairdressing, Finesse Bookkeeping, A Little Tail, Hey Aircon, Mechlek, Hooked and Screaming, Chelmsford Hotel, Tackle Power, Torwoods Golf Club, Black Butt Hotel, Bellbird Butchery and iRovers Patea. Thanks for your support, legends, as we look to make a difference. Aussies stand together, hit twice but still strong. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the Legends series with Gary Belcher. This is part two. Enjoy. So that happened. Uh, they lost game one in 86 and they'd lost the three games before. So, sorry, in the, the year before. No, they'd lost 2-1 in 85 and then lost the first game in 86. So they, they, they made some changes. Um, yeah. And the only two changes was a winger and a fullback. Me and Les Kiss, I thought, <laughs> we, we saw each other at the airport going to the uh, going up for the game. We're, what are we going to do, a winger and a fullback? But, Wings but, yeah. are always the first one dropped, aren't they? Oh, I think so, yeah. Um, but I do remember after after a game when they were picking the team that Mal and I and, and Deb, his wife Debbie and my wife Carlene, we went out. To, we were just having a pizza in the middle of Canberra and there was no mobile phones, as you said before. Mal went off to make a phone call to find out what the side was like and he came back really straight-faced. He went, oh, they picked the team and you're in. And I was, oh, shit. So that that feeling, I'll never, I'll, I'll never forget it. Um, nice family memory to have Carlene there sitting next to you yeah, when you're told. Yeah, she was sitting there. She was teary and um, so made the team but we lost we lost those first couple of games I played in in 86. Yep. Um, I must have gone well enough uh, to, that I... Got picked in the kangaroo side at the end of the year. Donnie Ferner actually late in the year he uh, Mal missed a game and and he and he picked me. He put me in the centres. Oh, I hated the centres. Um, he put because Steve O'Callaghan was the fullback before I arrived and yeah. he was a, quite a good player. He's playing really well. He said, "No, I want I want Bullwinkle to play at fullback. You're in the centres." And I went, "Donnie, I'm not playing." So he went. He said, "It'll help." you get in the kangaroo tour if you play well because you'll show you're versatile. Wow. And he was the coach. And I thought, thanks, Donnie, you've sold okay. that beautifully. Yeah. And I had a good game. We played against South at, at uh, wasn't it Redfern? It was at um, Henson Park, I think. Home of the Jets. So, yeah. Anyway, um, so I got in the team at the end of the year, and which in itself was – I was a million miles from that the year before. Isn't that amazing? Um, very random. Who was your first Maroon – to a roomie, and then your roomie on the kangaroo okay. tour. Um, for the Maroons, I think it might have. Oh, geez, I can't remember in '86. Um, no, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be making it up. It might have. It wouldn't be Kissy because they made sure the new blokes wouldn't have. Uh, yeah, roomed together. So, 
I, I can't remember. Okay. 86, what, which what, is, you know, unimportant, but more, more, more. Well, when I made the kangaroo tour and we went down to Sydney and we were on, say, on the Monday and we were flying out on the Tuesday, um, the, the Balmain boys came up to me, Blocker and Ciro and Benny, and went, oh, how are you, mate? Yeah, good to meet you. Bad luck. You're rooming with Jimmy Jack. And I went, well, well how do you know that? And, and why about – and they went, well, they, they used to room all the positions together. Fullbacks with fullbacks, wingers with wingers, halves with halves. So that, you know, Chris Mortimer and, and Gene Miles roomed together. And, As uh, all and the wingers would be geez. together and the, and the front rowers would be together. You know, that doesn't seem Greg, overly logical. No, I know. Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. That's just how they did it. Yeah. Greg, Greg Dowling with Marty Bella. Like, gee, Marty used to get locked out of the room all the time because he was – because GD – you know, Marty wanted to lie there with the light on. He'd say, well, if you want to, you want to read with the light, get out, go and do it in the hallway. Yeah. So, um, but I was Jimmy Jack and, yeah, and they said, no, he's, he's the tightest man in the world. And he was. Um, yeah. He actually won the golden boot that year. He was amazing. And I've I, I got to say one of the things I keep – if he can't, if he couldn't make that top one hundred players, um, then I, I just don't know what the selection criteria was that they picked a few years ago because he won the golden boot. He was outstanding. The footy he was yeah. playing, you know, he, defensively and his running game, and he wasn't the greatest passer, but he was capable. But he was, Jesus, the toughest, toughest fullback you've ever wanted to see. Wow. So we roomed together, and um, yeah, they were right. He was. He's. He's super tight. He was the incumbent fullback, so you didn't play tests. He no, did. I had a- did you learn about what it takes to, to, to play a test and, and what it takes to, you know, improve off the field as well from Gary Jack? No. No? But I, I, I mean, I watched, him, I, I watched him play, but I knew I was never going to be there unless he was injured. Okay. Um, but I had this fantastic tour because we, we went out on um, – we played Wednesday midweek – Mm. Against you know Barrow and against, yeah. against the lesser lights, and we'd win by fifty, and we'd have a night out Wednesday night, and we'd go out again Thursday night, and we Friday, yep. and then when the boys played on the weekend, we'd go out with them again too. So we, yep. you know, we we had I had a great tour, a social tour, and good blokes, you know, just yeah. hanging out with Ciro and and Paul Dunn and um, you know anyone else that wasn't playing every time on the on the weekend. This is a time in footy where state of origin was brawl after brawl after brawl, and then. You'd room together at yeah. the end of the year, yeah. And maybe that was a good, a good reason why yeah. you did it too. But yeah. uh, made some made some lifelong friends. Um, but no, but without skipping forward ahead, but my nineteen ninety two was the one where I was actually had more responsibility as yeah. the test player, and I I had a quieter uh, social tour. But it, for for other reasons, it was it was great as well. So, but, but that that makes sense. The younger guy isn't playing tests. Yeah, the younger guys also. On this He's learning, wild yeah. journey about themselves, go out and have fun. But yep. as you get older and the responsibility increases, absolutely, you realise about the professionalism. Yeah. So you come back a, a better, a better young man, I, I guess. I'll and, tell you a quick story about Jimmy, though. Please do, um, because the boys would tell the stories about how tight he was, and he'd he'd he'd, he'd stay at training for an extra hour or two at Balmain yeah. because because he knew a bloke on the toll that came on at eight <laughs> o'clock, and he wouldn't have to pay his twenty cents to get through, and and. And I'd go, it can't be that, can't be that bad. But we were during the tour. Um, oh, a couple of things. We had mystery shouts one night. Still, I was going, oh, come down the bar, we'll, we'll. And he's going, okay, it's a mystery shout. There's about eight of us, and still, you know, being a an old stage tourist, and he'd go, yeah, so I'll I'll get uh, eight of those, uh, you know, daiquiris or whatever. And someone else would go, oh, I get eight of that. What's that beer up there? You know, and then I'll get. 
And anyway, he gets around to Jimmy, Jimmy Jack's shout, and he's gone, missing. And Sirlo's going, oh, I knew it. I knew he, he, he does it. He'd do it every time. And then next thing, the lift opens up. The doors open up on the lift. Here's Jimmy Jack. He's carrying these two four-packs of 4X, this special 4X beer, beer that we were given at the start of the tour. He's gone. Gold. Sterlo's gone, you are kidding, Jimmy. Yeah. He's gone, mystery shout. No one expected this. Got you. <laughs> so we, we were actually sponsored on that tour by Winfield. We all got a carton of cigarettes and, and 4X, and we got this – you know, we had these four packs of these of these tallies Jeez. that four X are doing. All the, the smokers loved it. They just yeah. they had they had them coming out of their ears. But Jimmy, I mean, I, I remember GD or Gino came and said, "Mate, you're gonna can I have some of those?" Dark? I said, "I'll take them all." Jimmy's going, no, "I'll sell them to you." Yeah, yeah, fifty p for a packet or something. There so you go. Oh, and, I love it. So he's he's collecting on through the two. He had I had an he had an, there's an ashtray yeah. in the room ashtray, and he's throwing his uh, pound coins in it. Yep. And by the end of the trip, he's got like three ashtrays. I don't know where he's got them from. Full of pound coins. They were just spilling over. Yep. Couldn't. It's up his end of the room. I, I didn't. I wasn't allowed up that end yeah. of the room. But he's so he couldn't have known how many's there. And we were going out for the last. It's the last test. And the next day, we were leaving to go to France. Mm. And the last test of the eighty. It was so important because they'd gone through undefeated in eighty two. The, yeah. the Invincibles. Yes. And wanted to achieve the same thing. It was really important. As a Bloody good pommy side. Yeah. So they the 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 test side um, had a special dinner that night, and then went to, and the others we stay out of their hair. We'll just go out and have a few drinks, and yep. and we did. And I got home about half past I don't know whatever it was three or something, yeah. and, and I thought I better not wake him. So I, I before I went out, I um, all we had was travellers checks. You didn't have credit cards. You didn't. If you didn't have course, cash, you yeah. had traveller's check. I had no cash. I was going to cash a traveller's check. Well, reception was closed. And I, and I went, oh, shit, okay. So, I'd, oh, Jimmy's coins. So I just ran, I'd grabbed these handfuls of coins, stuck them in my pockets. I'm jingling down the street. The nice. boys are laughing at me. I said, it's all I've got. I'm just, yeah. I'll, I'll fix it. So I get home and, and I took my shoes off outside. So come in in socks. Couldn't have heard a word. Opened the door. Didn't turn a light on. Went into the bathroom, had a, a wee, yeah. didn't flush. Oh, I did not make a noise, Andy. Dead set. I came in and I've gone back, found my way to the room. It's pitch dark. I pulled back the covers and I heard, Badge. I said, Jimmy, what are you, what's the matter? He said, I can't sleep. And I went, that's no good, mate. Big game tomorrow. He's gone, no, there's 33 pounds missing. Oh, <laughs> no. I said, I said, it's all right, mate. I borrowed some. I had to go. I said, I'll pay you back tomorrow. He said, you're right. Oh, good night. <laughs> He was snoring. Seriously? Oh, Jimmy, one of your best. That is (laughs) terrific. Um, Come back a a better young bloke and a a better footballer, no doubt. 87, you'd make the grand final. You'd lose to Manly. Two years later, you'd win and win one of the most thrilling and talked about grand finals in history. What stands out from the day, mate? 1989 GF. The first thing that stands out is... Before the game, uh, we were watching the lower grades play. We are staying at the, uh, the beautiful Camberdown Travel Lodge, as we used to all the time. Yeah. Um, and we're staying, we're staying there. I get a phone call about 10 or 11 in the morning, and it's my mate Jacko. Now, Peter Jackson had, had left the Raiders at the end of 88 to go back to the Broncos. Yep. Uh, so he played, played his first year at the Broncos, and as, as did Sammy Bacco. 
Um, and Jacko's phoning me, and he's already on the terps, as he as he yeah. would be, and he's going, Bad, we just want to wish you all the best, mate. I love you. This is the greatest. You guys will get him. You'll, you'll. And Balmain are big favourites on this day, yeah. too. Um, and he's you know, just, mate, but make sure, after the game, make sure you say g'day. Say g'day to me. I said, after you win, I went, well, well after. He said, no, no, after, after you win, cameras will be everywhere. Make sure you say g'day to Jacko. I went, no worries, mate. So it's just stuck with me. And- yep. Aussie stand together, hit twice but still strong. The north coast of Australia was smashed twice by Mother Nature. In conjunction with Hunter Valley Promos and Rotary Club Curry Curry, we're raising funds for the people of Lismore to make a difference. Huge thanks to our awesome sponsors, Hunter Valley Promotions, Creative Property, Lake Mac Loans, 3D Demolition, Aussie Meats, The Horse and Jockey Hotel, Tiger Industries, Damien's Party, Griffin Air Conditioning, THN Construction, Game Farm, Tegan's Hairdressing, Finesse Bookkeeping, A Little Tail, Hey Aircon, Mechlek, Hooked and Screaming, Chelmsford Hotel, Tackle Power, Torwoods Golf Club, Black Butt Hotel, Bellbird Butchery and iRovers Patea. Thanks for your support, legends, as we look to make a difference. Aussies stand together, hit twice but still strong. Um, and after the game, of course, I was doing a lap and I got interviewed and I, and I went, Jack Owen, I've sucked my thumb up, Jack. And a lot of people thought I was, and people still to this day say to me, remember you gave it to Jack Owen afterwards? Yeah. Dad, you shouldn't have left. I went, no, no, I was saying good day to me, mate, because he, 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 I you. promised him that I would. Yeah. Um, so I remember that part of the day and then, uh, you know, getting out to the ground, um, Sort of sitting around, it was it was always always tough, you know. You're waiting and waiting for a, you know, for it's such a big event. You're oh yeah, part, I don't know how. Well, I do know how because I did it. But Origin, but these blokes that play, you know, these Origin games at eight o'clock at night and stuff. It's the longest day. Yeah, you know, this was a three o'clock grand final, and it felt like it took forever to get yeah. there anyway. So, but I do, yeah, I do remember a lot about the game, and I, probably because I've seen seen it that many times, I, yep. I can barely remember 1990. I only watched it recently, right through, um, and and got. I was pleasantly surprised at how well we played. I, I, yeah. I I'd almost lost the 1990 game from my memory because 89. Everywhere you go, everyone wants to talk about that that great grand final. When they do, and when you recall 89, whether it's with family or mates or pelicans like me asking. Does it still bring a smile to your face straight away? Is oh it, yeah, it's, it never mate, dies. Uh. It was amazing. It was we were we were so fortunate. I'd been through kind of similar with, in '85 with South in Brisbane. Yep. This is just a step ahead, you know, the mm. the bigger stage and um, and it meant it just means so much to you, Andy. And I'd, yeah. by then I'd won. Well, we'd just won our third Origin series in a row. We'd won eight Origin games in a row. I'd, I'd you know won a Test series in yep. New Zealand that year. We'd I'd been wow. on a kangaroo. We'd I'd, I'd had some, some big accolades, but never that, that grand mm. final win down there. Yep. And it means so much, and, um, and, it, but, and it does. And I think the other thing about that game is those, all those pivotal moments in that game that, yep. uh, that just um, swung mostly against Balmain and mm. kept us in the game. And, of course, it, it went into extra time, and, yeah, it's pretty special. You mentioned the difference between your recollections of 89 and 90. Um, because you, you would go back-to-back. Back. Are they different emotions that you experience 
when you win two premierships? Is it the same emotion? Does the first no. one stand out because uh, it's the first one? No, it's, 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 a, it's a great question, Andy, because it's, they're absolutely different. We, we, we felt elation, um, just overwhelming elation and excitement um, for winning that 89 grand final. And, and, but in 1990, it was more relief. It was, yeah. it was more, okay. gee, well, we, we were expected to do mm. that and we did it and we backed it up. Um, yeah, nowhere, nowhere near as excited Still, still happy we'd done it, mm. but but nothing like what we'd felt in in nineteen eighty nine. And um, you know the people of Canberra, they they suddenly had a, a really positive identity, didn't they? No. A footy team that won the grand final in the national yep. comp, um, and all those everyone's got their own private stories about what it meant to them. Mm. So yeah, absolutely, very very different. You had some larger than life. Um Characters in in that footy side, larger than life men, um, Ricky, uh, Laurie, Brad, Mal, to name a few. But I, as a younger guy, I see in each and every one of you different characteristics and different traits. But I see an amazing confidence that's not arrogance; it's confidence in oneself. I see an amazing mental strength. Am, am, am I seeing it right? Um, yeah, and you wonder what comes first. I, I, I think all my mates sort of and, and my wife, they, you know, they all kind of laugh about my determination and when anything we play, anything we do, any sport, any game of cards, any little bit of competition, they just laugh about yep. me because, you know, we'll go and play – We'll go and play barefoot bowls and they'll just say, here we go, who's going to be on Badgers team? This is going to be interesting. I'm like, guys, I don't care, I don't care, but I do. I just you deep do. down, I, I'm filthy if I lose and I and I try my hardest to win everything. And Wally uh, said during his Legends Series interview, he said, if you really want the truth, he said, I'm a bad loser and I think we all are. The, the, the elite guys, there is no such thing as an okay or acceptable loss. Yeah. Oh, my... In anything, mm. and and because of that, you, you know, I, you can be a bit hard on yourself at times with certain things that you do mm. too. You know, I, I played my first golf game a couple of days ago. In I probably played two games in five years, and predictably, I was shit ass. Yeah, you know, one in five, I'd hit okay, and and then you and oh, I'm just and the guy I'm playing with is exactly the same. He said, "What are you What are you worried about? It's just golf." And I'm going, "Oh." I just hate it when I play like because I know I can hit the ball better, um, and it, it does. It stings a bit more, I guess, I guess. And and I think as well as that, the the more successful you become mm. over time, you know, when you keep achieving things. And mine, mine was really progressive. I didn't have any great setbacks along the way. I yep. I went from being a, a, a you know. A good, really good club footballer, yep. and, and uh, you know, juniors coming through, but not quite good enough to make the rep sides. Uh, and then I got into into grade mm. ahead of my mates. I mate, I was playing reserve in a really strong club. Yeah. My mates, my brother Steve, they were playing third grade and twenty ones, and I'm playing reserve grade. So I've sort of jumped the gun when I was 18, 19, yeah. and then I'm into first grade. So really slowly, then mm. I started. I made first grade at South, then mm. I made it at Canberra, then I made Queensland. It was really progressive. Mm. And I guess along the way I just kept getting this more and more self-belief and I didn't get any of the, the huge setbacks until, you know, we lost the grand final in 87 and, yep. or I lost origin games and stuff. And then and you get a lot, you, you learn a lot from those, mm. from those losses. But um, 
Yeah, back to what you're saying. I, I, there, there is a certain mental strength, I guess, comes yep. that uh, – is it there before you start, you know, your elite footy career or so, is that why you make it to that level? Really interesting question, yeah. That Not is sure. A, Does it come with it? Yeah. And the more, the more success you have – um, I wouldn't say I've got any greater mental strength than blokes that don't win grand finals, but they might tell you different. There might always be something, and I think of my really good mates, Blocker and Ciro and yep. Benny, um, and I genuinely, if I could give them one of my grand finals, I would because they, they played in a couple, yep. never won one, and it's must it just eats at them. They did everything else in the game, yeah. in junior. It, it eats at them. Mm. Um, and, does, and for that reason, do they not quite have that same self-belief? I yeah. don't know. Two guys instrumental in the Canberra Raiders of this time, no doubt, Laurie Daly and Ricky Stewart. To this day, uh, even as a Parramatta fan, I think I would have them in a photo finish ahead of Peter Serling and Brett Kenny. What made them so good together in your eyes? Oh, gee. Um, well, Rick, Rick had this um, – I, I saw him from the moment he, that, that he came over from rugby. Yeah. Um, and I remember having a conversation with Mal about this because Tim Sheen spent a hell of a lot of time with Ricky talking about what he wanted him to do as a halfback and how he wanted him to play and how he wanted him to learn to play as a rugby league halfback as opposed to a rugby union player. And I had a conversation with Mal, I don't know which one of us triggered it and sort of along the lines of, is, is Sheensy overloading him? Is he giving him too much information? Because I, for one, I think I can, I can take a bit of information, but not too much. I don't want... You know, I, I want to play what's in front of me yep. and know a bit about the opposition, yep. but I don't want too much. Um, and I think it's only some certain players that are cut out for that, Cooper Cronk kind of players. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you look at someone like Alf, you, 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 he's switched off seriously after, yep. after the first 30 seconds when you're talking about the opposition. Um, so he had this incredible footy mind that yeah. could understand what was required on the field at any time. You know, field position, um, the coach wanted us to play this certain way against yep. a certain team and I want you to kick into here, I want you to pass here, I want you to put your forwards in this position. And Ricky was outstanding at carrying out mm. that game plan as well as this this skill, not just with the boot, but his oh, passes. Yeah. I mean, we all, sudden, we, suddenly we found that we could all stand 10 metres wider and Laurie could get a pass from, yep. from Ricky – and, and Boxhead could pass the ball yeah, to, to Ricky, you know, 10 metres wider than most halves, yep. hit him on the chest, and, then, and, and Ricky could do the same again. Yep. So Ricky had this great skill. Laurie, I think, um, their combination was so good because they were, they were very different, mm. a bit like Alf and Kevy. Yeah. Like, you know, the, some of the great halves. They were very, very different that they complemented each other. Laurie had this, Laurie had this uh, great running game, but – Beautiful little deaf passing yeah. too, but but predominantly, um, I, I, I you know people that didn't see him play, I'd say, well, watch the way Jack Whiten plays, but he's more skillful. Yeah. So he runs runs similar, leans forward, hits the line, belts people yeah. in defence, but he's super super skillful. Yeah, um, and competitive. I actually had a conversation with Rick about comparisons with Jack a while back and mm. Rick wouldn't buy into it straight away and I got a message about three months later. He said, they are, aren't they? Oh, I see a lot of it, mate. Yeah. Mate, we've done these Legend Series interviews with both Ricky and Laurie, uh, great interviews, and we talked about calling and over-calling and the old Raiders super yeah. over-call. 
When Super was called, that's where the ball went. Both Laurie and Ricky admitted the decision was based largely on where you were and what you saw, and both had enormous raps on the amount of times your call was right. Coming from two genuine footballers and decision makers, that's an enormous rap. That is. That's, yeah, nice. Nice. Now, considering, I think, if I look back at it now, and, I, you know, I never – I just felt a big part of that team, like we were all equal. Yeah. You know, we, we all contributed and we all had our strengths and weaknesses. Yep. And But when you think about it now, and I guess if um, – if Mal was on the other side calling it, he probably would have got it. Maybe I called it more often that's Mal, yeah. than not. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's nice to know. And I, you know, I think that was a big part of my game, Andy. And I learned that as a, as a playing as a five eight, yep. and then as I, I mentioned to you before, I played a bit of lock, mm. um, and just sort of played those short sides like Terry Madison did. That I was just always looking out for someone who's tired or someone yep. who was out of position or, or where we had a. Um, uh, a numerical advantage, you know, or just looking for for something there to give us give us some sort of edge. So um, I'd like to think I didn't overcall it all that time, mm. but um, you know, the great thing was that if you if you called it, that Laurie or or Ricky had hit, they'd hit me on the chest every time when I wanted it, or wow, it had just come the right way. Two wonderful footballers, oh, weren't they? Two very different guys. <laughs> well, you've had plenty of nights yeah. out with them, I'm sure, mate, so yeah. you'd, you'd know that. But, yeah, champions. Have you got a go-to Angry Ricky story? Because even after 32 years, they still make me laugh. No, I haven't really, no. Um, oh, no, no, like, filthy in, in games or at training when you didn't get it right. But, no, not really. He, I know he was, he's, he was and is the king of Canberra. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone. I didn't, and I didn't realise when he when he came back that he was, you know, that he was so well known and everyone knew him. Hey, legends! I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of the team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go, from scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more. The opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week, and we can cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want and when you want. Packages start from as little as $150. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. It was probably only a couple of years later that I was, and I'm not proud of this, I was driving home once after a, we'd had a trip to Sydney and we came back and I had left my car at Ricky's place actually um, and we went out um, and we came back and we'll, we'd had too many to drink by far. The taxi dropped Rick off on the way, and I was there with Matty Wood, yep. the great winger, uh, who lived down lived near me. We were about five k's away, and we got there and I said, "Oh, Matty, I'll just drive. I'll be right." So I jumped in my Ute with Matty next to me, and paid the cabbie, and off we went. We came driving driving up this hill to get sort of into Tuggeranong Valley. We're going up over the hill, and as yeah. we're coming up, Matty's gone. You know, Baz, last week there was one of those RBTs here, and then next thing you know, there it is. So we get pulled over. Ooh. And I, honestly, I'd, I'd had, I was way, way over. 
and the guy came to the window, the policeman, and he um, came around, he's gone, uh, just going to do a breath test, and he went, oh, Gary, how are you going? I went, yeah, oh, good, good. So I'm not, actually, I'm not. I'm, I've had a skin full. He went, where do you live? I said, oh, just down around the corner there, and he said, just, just wait, wait till the sergeant front finishes with his bloke and I'll let you go. And he said, he said, he said oh, mate of Ricky's, my name's such and such. I couldn't even remember his name. Oh, mate of Ricky's, he said, um, yeah, he's a, he's a champion. I went to school with him. He says, tell me the whole story. Matt, he said, okay, off you go. So we come. And, and I realised at that time that if you were a mate of Ricky's in Canberra, you were just, you were. Yeah, the golden know, ticket. Yeah, the golden ticket. Sure or, and he is, he's, um, yeah. But I was, tell you what, I was lucky. My wife abused me when I got home. I bet you are in trouble. <laughs> Um, so much success, and you were you, you were used to it from 1985 onwards. But the salary cap auditor struck shortly after a couple of premierships. Did that diminish in any way what you had achieved? Did it take the gloss off? No, not at all. Um, you know, I think that well, what I know is that the salary cap auditor came to Canberra, and the the bloke who was at the leagues club. Showed him the wrong set of books. He'd only been there for a short time, mm. um, and I think we'd be naive to think it doesn't didn't happen in other clubs. Absolutely. Um, and it wasn't like we we bought. I think that team came together with a lot hell of a lot of locals and yeah. blokes that were there from before that time, yep. and probably outgrew the salary cap. But you know, I saw as much talent in a, in a lot of other sides as well. Yeah. So no, it didn't diminish it. And then of course we had. 91, we, we played to try to make it three in a row mm. and, and Penrith were too good on the day. Um, and that would have been a, you know, that, that, one, that one really rankles me. I didn't play well that day. I know another couple of blokes have said the same. I didn't have my best game and Penrith were, were, were very, very good. But it, yeah. oh, it just it stings me. Even though we won the, the two before and people go, oh, well, no, I, I just, when you let your team down and you don't play well, it, it's... Oh, it's a shit feeling. I hate watching that 91 grand final. I'm so glad Penrith won again. Um, and hope maybe every, grand, every year-round grand final time they'll stop playing that 91 grand final. It comes on and I, I can't watch it. Short drop out for Icambra and it evidently oh, goes. Goes, Gaia! Gaia gets it, Gracie What's the overriding emotion as we sit here in 2022? Um, satisfaction and joy for winning 89 and 90 or disappointment, frustration of losing 91? Oh, no, it's satisfaction. Yeah, yeah good. En- enjoyment. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what our team achieved and our mm. group achieved and, yeah, very, very fortunate to be a part of it. Badge, 93 retirement. Obviously, 94, the green machine – uh, would go on to win premiership number three. Mm. Did, did you leave prematurely? Any regrets? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I left um, early because I had a knee reco in '92, yep. and and it slowed me up a little bit. And I'd never, I'd, I'd thought I was, you know, I know I was fit enough to keep going mm. well into my thirties. So at at thirty, I had a knee reco, and um, when I came back in '93, I. I remember the first trial, we played um, the pre-season comp at, uh, we played a game at Coffs Harbour, my first game back okay. in, the, um, in that pre-season comp mm. they had. And, and I went all right, and I was okay, and everything's fine. But I knew in the back of my mind, I was just, just half, a, 
half a yard slower. Okay. So yep. one of my big goes, Andy, was, you know, just trying to stand blokes up and skip around them yep. in and away. And then I could – that would bring the winger in or the next player in and I could put it through the hands of Create whoever I need to. Yep. And I just kept getting caught. I'd get around these blokes that I'd been beaten okay. for five, eight, ten years yep. and they just grabbing me and I'm going, oh, so this isn't good. So it was in the back of my mind the end was getting yep. close. Although I had a conversation with Desi Hasler who'd had a knee reco a couple of years before and he said, your second year and your third year after you'll be, you'll get closer to where you were. He said, okay. you're, just, you're just not going to have that, that, that proprioception that, as a physio has called it, you know, that yep. the messages from your brain, they're just not quite – back and perfect yet. Mm. But I didn't have that time up my sleeve because um, the Raiders had to make a, a, t- a call and, and I look, understand now I was filthy at the time, but they had to make a call because they had yeah. these young guns coming through, Brett Mullins and Kenny Nagus, who were both yeah. good fullbacks. So they didn't offer me a contract and I always thought I don't want to go – you know, I, I did get a couple of nibbles from other yeah. clubs, but I knew I wasn't right, and I didn't want to go to another club and just be a you know taking someone else's spot. And mm. um, and then I got a, I always promised my wife we'd go back to Brisbane, and a few things fell into place with the media. But I was thirty one when I retired, mm. and I just you know for five years at least I felt I should be still out there. Yep, it was hard. It was hard hard not to play. But you know, then I um, then I watched what the Raiders did the next year. <laughs> and Brett Mullins and, and yep. Kenny were outstanding and yeah. uh, they absolutely they made the right decision. Which side was the best one you played in? Can you definitively say a year? Or has that been disrespectful to other years and teammates? Yeah, I, look, it, it's hard to go past that the 89 side because, yep. because of what we achieved. But I wouldn't say, you know, the couple of changes mm. from, you, you know, I don't, I, I think if, if Jacko and, and uh, Sammy hang around after 88, mm. Um, we'd still would have won. Uh, yeah, that 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 it, it is difficult, Andy to to uh to pick. But I played with, you know, you keep mentioning all the um all the the superstars, but there was there was all these other great players around us, yeah. you know. And Ash Gilbert was a such a stalwart for the Raiders, and and uh, and my great mate Phil Carey, and um, you know, start to. Yeah, you know, think about those those other players that that contributed so much to the Raiders. It it is it's always tricky to to say which was the best mm. team. I think we can safely say that the Raiders side of the late eighties would stack up against any side, any era. I know it's hard to compare eras, but they're going to be in the game, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, we'd, we'd we would give anyone a run for their money. They'd be in I the reckon. grand final. I, I, I Who would we think, be playing? Yeah, I would think. Eels early eighties, Raiders late eighties. I think that'd be a, a great yeah. hypothetical. Broncos early nineties. Broncos early nineties. Um, yeah, and then Melbourne Storm in the yeah, you know the late two thousands or the two thousand and tens and twelve. Yeah, it's uh. Oh, I, anyway, I reckon we'd be there. We'd be we'd be in with a chance. With you back team. yourself. We, we were no doubt at all. An absolute mainstay of rugby league commentary on both TV and radio. It's longer than 25 years. Um, do you still love it? Do you still love the connection to the game? I, I do, and I still love the game, and I, I love the, the way the game has developed. I, um, a, a few years ago, I, was, I, I used to get pretty annoyed because people were telling me how fast the game was, and I'm, I was going, guys, I'm not seeing it. Mm. I don't agree with you. Um, but since when we saw the game two years ago, just 
go up a notch when yep. they brought in the six again rule. And I went, that's where it should be. That's mm. where it's headed. And that's why, because of that, all the, the, the um, you know, the, the, the tackling, the, the, um, the wrestling, yep. it, it slowed the game down yeah. incredibly. Yeah. Athletes getting better and stronger and yep. faster and all that stuff, but the wrestling really ruined it. I, th- I thought, I thought even when we brought the the two refs in, I thought that made a big change to that. You yeah. know, just fixing up around the ruck. But the yep. six again has really helped. So I'm enjoying the game. Um, I, I get a bit footied out towards the end of the season yeah. because you, it just I does say it that to, to you. I say that to people um, that aren't involved in the industry, mates or family, and they look at me as though I'm crazy. But there is. Footied out, it's yeah. it's it's a thing. It is a thing. It, it is a thing. And there's there's honestly, Andy, there's a lot of people that I I know and others I haven't met that know a hell of a lot more about footy than I do and can talk it all day. Yep. And want to. That's not my go. Yep. So I um you know I like to get away from it and mm. do other stuff. But my 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 job in the media means that you know five days a week I talk footy and or another sport, but. I'm privileged to do that. Who do you like watching in 2022? Who are the players that that uh, put a smile on your face? Um, in yeah, in I, I just like the uh, the players that play off the cuff, the players that, yep. that do a bit different. So I, I'm not I'm not too uh, excited when I see the likes of Nathan Cleary, but he's a hell of a good player. Yep. But it's all it's all pretty. Um, it's all not stock standard, but it's pretty, um, you know, it's run of the mill or it's stick yeah. to a certain formula. But I really Structured. like, yeah, I, I like I like the players that, that don't play with, with structure. Yep. Um, and I think the best teams have, have got a few of them. So, you know, when you see Munster and Pappenhausen for the, uh, for the Melbourne Storm, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tune into them every day of the week as opposed to some other players. I'd, I'd rather watch Jerome Luai play than, than Nathan Cleary, simply because of the way he plays. An amazing running fullback and probably the first of uh, a new generation of fullbacks. As safe as anyone before or since that played 148 club games, 16 state of origins, 15 times in the green and gold of his country. Um, just turned 60, apparently. <sighs> you look like you could run around tomorrow. Gary Belcher, it has been a pleasure. You, sir, are a legend. Thanks, Andy. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legend series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth, personal and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. The weekly wodge drops in time for your weekend. It's full on and the hottest podcast on the market. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to interviews with the stars? And on every episode, you can hear up to a dozen different players and coaches, both past and present, giving their thoughts on the great game. It's fast-paced, full of footy and laughs. It's a must-listen. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. That way, you won't miss a thing. Every episode will drop immediately. Before you go, we'd love a five-star rating and review. It's not for ego, it's for business, as we look to expand the unfiltered brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.